Welcome to Paddling Adventures Radio. I'm Sean Rowley, and with me is Derek Specht. Hello. I found probably my new favorite <laughs> internet site. Oh, yeah, yes, 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 yes. I was wondering, where is he going TV. with this? com. <laughs> yes, yes. If you tell me more, Sean. Let me tell you more about OutsideTV.com. <laughs> so I'm, I was watching some movies there at my lunch break and uh, just checking stuff out. And I came across this site and basically it just shows videos, outdoor adventure videos. Okay. Hence the term OutsideTV.com. <laughs> so when you go to the site there, they got different tabs at the top. They have a free app that you can download. For, to your mobile device. Oh, yeah? Right? Yep. Thousands of free videos from around the world. Of course, they have the regular free stuff. Then they got the premium stuff, which, you know, ching you got to pay money for. Yes. Which I'm too cheap to uh, do that. Of course. So they have categories. Snow, water, sky, bike, climb, adventure, and other. So snow, you know, skiing, stuff yeah, like that. yeah. Water Winter sports, water sports. So I clicked on the water one, and they have a bunch of different kayaking, canoeing, and that sort of stuff, fishing, water sports. Yep. All little videos. And so, yeah, you can sit there on your lunch break or whatever and just watch video after video after video after video because apparently there's thousands of them huh. on there. They have series. So a collection of videos about one topic, like there's a fly fishing one. So it's all different stuff about fly okay. fishing. Uh, there's a GoPro Mountain Games. So for 2000, GoPro Mountain Games 2018, and it shows different videos from the 2018 GoPro Mountain Games. All that sort of stuff. They've also got a trending videos tab. So the you know the more popular ones that are trending, you can click there and just watch them. And they all just right up when you click on it, they just they just start playing. Yeah. Whichever one. So this is the same company that does Outside Magazine. It looks like it. It looks like it, yeah. They have contests where you can submit your own videos and win prizes. Yeah. And they have campfire. You upload your own video with guidelines for a chance to have them shared on outside TV. Huh. They, there's guidelines that say, you know, this is yeah. what, I was, what it's got to be like and da-da-da-da. Because otherwise everybody would just be throwing their little YouTube or camera yes, phone yes. videos up, right? Yeah, they, I'm sure they don't want it the same free-for-all new version YouTube type thing. Yeah. So that's my new favorite site, OutsideTV.com. <laughs> I'm going to have to check this out. You have to. It's it's pretty cool. I mean, like I say, you, you can watch kayaking and canoeing and fishing and mountain biking, skiing, whatever you're into, outside adventure. You're going to watch videos up the ding-dong. I haven't checked out the uh, the premium collection because, you know, like I say, I'm too cheap. Okay. Um, Is it expensive, the premium? I haven't looked. I can't even find it. I think it's it. only like five bucks a month. Oh, yeah? Oh, that's not too bad. I'm too cheap. <laughs> there's free and then there's yeah. not free. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I'm too cheap. <laughs> so check it out, OutsideTV.com. I haven't said it before. I'm trying to check it out now. This is, uh, looks like it's pretty interesting. Yeah. yeah. Forget the podcast. Let's just watch TV. Yeah. <laughs> Man, the stuff that I learned from this podcast. I know, eh? It's great. Let's just pause a moment. And let... <laughs> yes. yes. I'm going to watch some videos. Hang on a second. We'll be right back after all these videos we watch. <laughs> uh, so that's my, that's my thing of the week. What's yours? I got my new Karen box. Oh, yes. You yes. dropped so, the yes. Explore box for so a change to see I, what the difference was. How long did we do or did I do the Explore box? I, th I, I was right down on the ground floor. You so, were right in the right, yeah, so first the box. the very first box. And that was a year, year and, and a half, half ago. ago? Yeah, yeah, something like that. We were told about the Karen box. Yes. And they said there's different types, better products in it and stuff like that. Yes. And you said you're going to give the Explorer box a whirl for a while. Yes. And then drop that one and go for the Cairn box yep. and see if there's any difference. Yeah. And, and you know, I, I contacted Explorer and I was asking them questions, this, that, the other thing. So they're, it's, it's, uh, they created a good community. They get people out to try out their gear, do different things, new experiences and stuff like that. But, you know, it's, it's not like I uh, have... You know, bottomless pockets. I uh, don't you? I couldn't do both, no. so uh, I I just thought, well, I'm gonna try out Karen Box now, and it's uh, 
I've been really impressed with Cairn. I was impressed with Explore. It was really neat to, to, to see how it started. Uh, what Cairn does too, though, is Cairn uh, really has some awesome sponsors and some, some backing. Like there's some really high quality products that they're putting out. So uh, it's, uh, it's, you know, as I just got my most recent one and uh let's open it up let's flip her open so they uh it's, it's packaged neat and tidy it's they the packaging is pretty slick like it's got a cairn wrapping paper and it's got uh products inside and so here they have the little it's like a little newspaper like a community paper and they discuss and talk about all the stuff that's in it so it looks like this box Oh, so they've got uh, the company's called Srac. So there's a Srac hammock and a Srac. Srac Jacques Srac. S e r a c Srac. Oh, there's tree huggers. So you know, I protect the tree. You get wraps. Oh yeah. So there's yeah, cool. So there's the the tree wraps, the tree huggers. There's a Srac hammock. Looks like a pretty quality. I'd like the hammock. The materials looks like it's uh, really quality. So yeah, and then there's uh. Uh, of course, a uh, lemon vanilla swirl jimmy bar. A jimmy bar? Yeah. You hungry? You want a bite? <laughs> and, there's, and there's uh, and then the last thing. So it's it's not a very expensive box. It's uh, of course it's American, so there's some exchange and whatever. So it, uh, I think the one I'm getting is the twenty six dollars a month Karen box, twenty six American. So with exchange and stuff, it changes a bit, but. Uh, it, uh, and the last thing is eight hour wipes. It's um, it's Natropel. so it's uh, mosquito protection. So you you it's basically uh, like a wet wipe, but you uh, it's for repelling mosquitoes. There's uh, look at that there's uh, little wipes that rip and tear and oh, so instead of a spray, instead of a spray, it's like a like, like a, a wet wipe. Oh yeah, a, yeah, a bug wet wipe. I've cool. seen off uh, deep woods off like that. Yeah, I have too. Yeah. yeah. Cool. That's cool. That's a nice little thing. And the hammock looks like it's really good quality. Um, depending on how you read this and interpret it, <laughs> the food, the Jimmy the bar, bar. Yeah. Jimmy bar is made from a small, dedicated staff of underpaid yet eager entrepreneurs. <laughs> it's made from them, or made by them. <laughs> oh, well, see, gr grammar is Ooh, important. Look at that. There's a finger. <laughs> Founded by a brother and sister team way back in 2013 who sought to make a clean, honest, high-protein, low-sugar bar that's perfect for meal replacement, hence the fingers, and snacks and packs a huge crunch. We hope you love it. Crunch. Jim and Nettie. Get Jimmy with it. Let be friends. Take a photo of yourself with a Jimmy bar. Oh, there you go. Cool. Oh, Chicago. So take your picture with a Jimmy bar. And a missing finger. <laughs> it is made from a small, dedicated staff of underpaid yet eager entrepreneurs. It is made by punctuation and grammar <laughs> is important. That reminds me of the old joke. It's uh, it's it's uh, called a Jimmy bar because it's made with real chunks of Jimmy. <laughs> Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> you ever hear the old joke? It's uh, it's uh, it's, I think I saw it as a meme. It's uh, grammar and punctuation department. It says uh. Let's let's eat grandma, or let's eat comma grandma. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, she's part of a Jimmy bar. Yes. <laughs> so that's what's in. That's all that's in there. Yes. Yeah, so it's 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 no, it's not big like the. Uh, so the Explore box was, hundred bucks every quarter. So right. it was a hundred. Basically, four hundred bucks a year. Yeah. Yeah. So this one here is going to be a little bit more. They what they do have, and if you go to uh, let me quickly go to Karen website, but uh, so they also have the um, the Obsidian box, okay. and that's that's another. It's a quarterly box, but it's like super high end stuff. Like you're getting Yeti coolers and and uh, expensive rain jackets and stuff like that. It's like two hundred fifty bucks every quarter, thousand bucks wow. a year. Wow! But you get some really high end gear. It's really cool. Like when. Uh, who was it? it was uh, Sarah de Gregorio that told us about this and uh, when we did the I don't know where did we go the canoe symposium yeah the symposium she was yeah. telling us about it so I, was the, I, I started the Karen shortly after that just to try it out and 
it's it the quality of the material that they ship to you is it's really impressive and again it's like this little every couple of weeks you get a little christmas. christmas every couple Yay. of weeks <laughs> <laughs> it's a quarterly christmas present merry and, and, christmas and i justify it because it's like you know it's, it's part of the radio show budget right <laughs> yeah 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 it is yeah yeah you can write that off yeah. <laughs> we'll get right on that but you can find out their stuff on what cairn.com yes c-a-i-r-n getcairn.com getcairn.com yeah and they'll, they can find all the information about the boxes yeah so and you'll find it all there there's uh there's the monthly boxes and there's the quarterly boxes so there's the the routine regular cairn box and there's the uh the quarterly obsidian box hmm. and it's it's so if you go online there's usually some extra free thing if you sign up for the first time and there's a lot of really cool items that you can get from them it's very slick operation it looks like they've really they're really knowing what they're doing right it's uh it's pretty cool the thing i have with that though is you're saying you get high-end items yeah but you don't know what you're going to get. It's it's a mystery. Like the, you, there's and hints. what if you don't need it? Well, like it's great that you're getting, yeah. you know, a, a two hundred dollar rain jacket. Yeah. But if you've already got a two hundred dollar exactly, jacket, well, well, for you know? example, the uh, in this box is the hammock, mm-hmm. and uh, so I think it's got to be one, two, three, four, five, six. I think this is my seventh or no eight. I think I have eight or nine hammocks now. So, like, you need another hammock. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> awesome. Well, <laughs> but it's a nice hammock. Yeah. Yeah. I have to give it a whirl, buddy. I have to give it a whirl. Now you yeah, can take so the, nine you don't have people re- camping with you, and you, you can all relax for the day. <laughs> you don't exactly have a choice, but you know, you could you could uh, just stop taking the the Karen box, and, and there's like, if you look online, they hint at what is coming in the box or they show the potential the obsidian box you pretty much know what you're getting and so it's it's a pretty interesting little concept mm-hmm. with the explore box it's a complete mystery you don't know until you get it but this one here there's a few little hints that's cool though yeah awesome so you just have to keep getting it well yeah we'll see how it goes like it's uh you know it's sometimes it doesn't always fit into the, the podcast budget but <laughs> yeah but we need the carnivore box back Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes. Meat in a box. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Ship meat tea in a box. Yeah. That's awesome. The only thing that would come is the uh, beer in a box. <laughs> they do that. Beer in a box, meat in a box. Oh, we've never <laughs> leave this place. What are you talking about? There'd be 15 episodes of this show a day just because we'd never be leaving. So, <laughs> I've been doing... Looking at the whitewater rafting, not getting into the whitewater rafting, but watching it, came across Rescue for River Runners. Okay. Rescueforriverrunners.com. It's a bit confusing because I thought it was a company, but then it looks like it's part of, uh, I guess it's training. It's a a training program. Okay. For rescuing if you're into whitewater stuff. Canoeing, kayaking, all so that So it's like of an stuff. official program. Yeah. Pro- so the like, one like MKC and well, rescueforriverrunners.com is like li- linked to Esprit Whitewater Rafting in Ottawa. Yeah. Which can be found at whitewater.ca. But Madawaska Canoe Center has their version of this as well, um, and it's all certification that sort of stuff, right? So it points to all the different people that are doing it. Okay. So basically, there's three levels the rec the pro the elite got it so recreational professional and elite right different levels of training for different levels of requirements yeah so r3 is it's r3 everywhere is r3 r3 river rescue for river runners unique program that goes beyond the fundamentals of typical swift water rescue training encompasses all that is involved in safety and rescuing for running rivers including within the series will be advanced extraction group river dynamics river first aid and more huh this is what i got off their site there that's interesting so it's it is really everything you need to know to rescue people that are yeah. in uh you know swift moving water white water that sort of thing 
designed to be new and informative river running rescue resource site hosts and archives a series of rescue videos designed specifically for paddlers and of course they do a big thing about you know where it's filmed in costa rica canada mexico us that sort of stuff as uh, hosted by renowned paddler rescue instructor jim coffee of esprit the and i think that's why this one's so big here right and mike mckay of 529 r3 is also a platform for rescue training for river runners courses have been designed to be paddler specific teaching techniques that are field expedient efficient and fast courses are certified by rescue 3 international designed through collaboration with esprit raven rescue mather rescue and sierra rescue and rescue 3 certification is a recognized worldwide as as the leader in whitewater rescue training course participants also receive recognition of recognition of participation through the ACA American Canoe Association so it's a heavy duty course right yeah it's it seems like it's very well organized so if you go to rescueforriverrunners.com they've actually got 12 online videos basically showing you what these courses cover yes. when they're doing the training right um episode one getting started episode two group dynamics three whitewater swimming four throw bagging five access and mobility six the rescue harness seven advanced live bait <laughs> that sounds interesting i'm thinking maybe they got the wrong one here <laughs> uh eight mechanical advantage oh, boat okay. wraps yeah, yeah, and yeah. pins yeah nine intro to foot entrapment 10 foot entrapment assessments 11 foot entrapment skills and 12 putting it all together hmm. so I, was, I started watching a couple of these and is basically yeah they're showing these people well this is what happens and this is how you have to assess the situation okay and, you know if if their foot's caught for instance one of yeah. the ones is what if your foot's caught at the bottom are they face down or do they have are, are they up and breathing have a clear airway got it and that changes the level it of changes the level importance of, and yeah because one one is an extraction and the other is oh, i'll use another word but uh, yeah it just the level of seriousness just yes. escalates so fast well, yeah. right now what what's i haven't seen any of this what's the quality of the videos is it not too uh, bad it's all it's, yeah. it's pretty good youtube and vimeo stuff oh, okay um, nice. but the, they talk about when you if you are the rescuer and somebody's got a foot trapped and you jump in to help them out, how you're looking behind the the, the scene yeah. and forward. Because if somebody's coming in down be, behind whoever's trapped, you don't want them to, you know, run into whoever, like the rescuer and the victim. Mm -hmm. And you're looking ahead so that you know if all of a sudden the rescuer loses footing and all that What's they're getting swept into? down or yeah. if all of a sudden the foot comes out and the victim all of a sudden is shooting down yeah. where are they going mm -hmm. what's the step where should you know if there's other rescuers where should they be that sort of thing yeah. so it's pretty cool to watch the videos to give you get you into the brain mentality of it right the R3 recreational um, rescue for river runners recreational design course designed as an introduction to river rescue for professional guide private boaters canoe trippers and others who work or play around moving water you will learn to use techniques and simple equipment to assess and perform river rescue securely and effectively two-day format so yeah i mean it's just for regular joe blow so is this all online or is this any or is no no any this is courses? this is physical courses now so you're actually going now you're actually going out for two days so you can preview the videos and then you're actually going yeah and that's why i say so you get in the mindset of what you're looking at doing and then you go out and you do the actual courses so like i say the rescue for river runners recreational it's a two-day format and focuses on realistic problems that you may face and these are, are, that one's designed for, like I say, regular people that, recreational boaters and stuff like that. Uh, the professional three-day course builds upon skills learned in um, R3 and the R3 pro, R3 pro course 
concentrates on further developing advanced water rescue skills, including advanced entrapment techniques, advanced pins and wraps, as well as access issues such as basic raising and lowering techniques. Emphasizes victim rescue and recovery and sharpens skills learned previous with other courses uh, within more challenging and hazardous environments. That's beyond what I'd be doing. That's yeah. For sure. Uh, and then you get the Elite. R3 Elite offers the ultimate in river rescue training. This program is purely scenario based. Offers three days of short training scenarios, two days of half day scenarios, and one full day scenario. Each scenario is recorded for video review. Huh, interesting. And they are advanced, multifaceted, may include vertical pins, foot and body entrapment, advanced live bait skills. I, I got to figure out what that one is. Advanced <laughs> live bait skills, because I'm thinking fishing there. Well, I think they're throwing somebody in the river and you have to actually rescue them. So you're you're throwing a rope out to catch somebody and tow them ashore or whatever. You're, you're actually rescuing people in the water. Must be. But I don't think that they're actually having somebody go out there and get their foot trapped. And <laughs> but, you never know. Yeah. But you I never... think, yeah, there's, it's, there's actually, it sounds like they're doing actual physical rescue. Yeah. Uh, complex wraps and pins, lowering, raising, dislocations, spinal immobilization, unresponsive subjects, environmental injuries, and drowning. Huh. It's designed for trained rescuers who want to take their skills to the next level. Advanced boaters, rescue instructors, guide managers, trip leaders, or anyone with interest in and inspiration to be the best when it's needed most. Well, this is uh, this sounds like if you're going on a group trip, you want to send at least one or two of your members to be onto one of these courses, right? Well, the elite participants will need to be capable of either rafting, canoeing, or kayaking to from the different rescue scenario locations. Yeah. Participants will need to have previous training in river rescue pro or equivalent, and wilderness medical training. Huh. Mm-hmm. So this isn't for regular Joe Blow. No, but the, so no, not the elite one. But mm -hmm. uh, if if like, but the basic one, exactly, right? The perfect. the recreational one. That that's perfect skills. That would help the confidence of the entire group if you knew one or two people amongst mm -hmm. the group had taken the the basic course, and so they're river rescue trained. So that if you're doing, for example, the Des Moines this fall, somebody in your group is trained is to, trained for river happens. rescue if something happens. Yeah. So that's that can all be found at uh, rescueforriverrunners.com or Esprit Whitewater Rafting, which is uh, whitewater.ca. Now, Madawaska Canoe Center has theirs, which is at owl-mkc.ca-mkc under the Certification and Rescue tabs. They have Swiftwater 101 for paddlers and junior guides. Again, it's a two-day course, uh, the necessary river skills and knowledge for recreational paddlers and junior guides, essential foundation of river rescue, which is important for anyone working or playing in the river. Some of the skills included in this course are scouting rapids, throw bag rescue, swimming rapids, preventing foot entrapment, shallow river crossing, and more. They have the advanced swift water training for professional guides, instructors, and paddlers. And then for those that work on or around moving water, first responders, resource personnel, and industry. So this sounds like it sounds like it's the same recreational professional and elite. Yes. So right? they're just taking it from a different, maybe slightly different perspective, but it's all the same stuff. Yeah. It's a river rescue from you know your basic levels. And if you are into white water, that sounds like something you might want to be Absolutely. looking at. Absolutely. Yeah. So. Yeah, so I was checking out that and thinking, because you, you guys are all getting into the white water stuff over the last while, and it might be interesting for you guys to uh, hop on board and Absolutely. at least take the, the uh, recreational one. Well, our group, depending on water levels this fall, but we're right current, our current plan is to do the Des Moines River mm -hmm. in uh, October, I think it is? September. September? Yeah. Oh, yes, yes, yeah. September. But our, right now we have concerns about low water levels. 
Mm. It gets to be unsafe and uh, awkward to try and, and well, it's not as fun. You want wa high level water levels. You want fast washouts. Wash outs. You know, you don't want to be walking down the river, right? No. So we'll, we'll play uh, by the, ear when it comes to water levels, but. Uh, that kind of uh, puts a damper on. It does. On things. But also what it does is too is uh, with low water levels, there's there's increased risks. So you're going to be doing a lot more bumping and rolling and there's a more opportunity to turn over in shallow water. So you might end up need, getting foot entrapments and mm -hmm. stuff like that because you don't have that uh, higher flowing river that keeps you above the uh, the obstacles, right? Yeah, you guys definitely need to be uh, careful Trained and that. prepared for something like that. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's something to think about. Absolutely. Check out some uh, yeah. river uh, rescue stuff. Anyway, let's take a quick break here, and we'll be right back. Hi, this is Derek Sprest. You're listening to Paddling Adventures Radio. If you like what you've been hearing, you can find out more by checking us out at paddlingadventuresradio.com, as well as on Facebook, Instagram, and on Twitter. You can find all of our episodes on iTunes, Google Play, and the episode page for our website, where all our podcasts are available for download or streaming. We love to hear from our listeners, so if you have a suggestion for the show or want to let us know how we're doing, please drop us a line. Thanks for listening. Enjoy the show. Welcome back. So for those that have been following along the last couple months, we have been talking to John Van Berger every week from yukonjourney.org. Now, John and his group... Uh, are up in the paddling the Yukon River from Bennett, BC, out to the Bering Sea, and uh, raising money for first responders through the uh, United States and and Canada. And uh, their website, yukonjourney.org, uh, allows you to donate money. Uh, it allows you to see who who's paddling. Um, there's a site that you can a little you can click on that'll take you to their inReach map and allows you to see where exactly they're paddling at this point uh, in time. And uh, we've been following them for the last 1,000 kilometers, uh, sorry, miles. Um, and I had a little chit chat last week with John and there was a bit of a, a medical thing that was maybe brewing. Uh, and then this week we touched base again and uh, got the lowdown on what exactly is happening with the Yukon journey and uh, well here's uh, my little chit chat with uh, John Van Berger. Hi John welcome back to the show which may be the last episode for this year. Um, yeah yeah. When we, we talked last week uh, I know Talk was having some major issues with his arm and you guys were yeah. up at the Yukon River camp and we sort of uh, spoke of what had gone on over the last week, and you were going to inform us this week of what's going on. So, what's yeah. going on? Yeah, well, you know, it's uh, kind of a drag, uh, but we had to we had to basically stop at the Yukon River Camp. Um, there's just no way that he could paddle on. You know, he's starting to feel better, but, you know, he's a young guy, right? And, and there's no point in pushing it and... And uh, hurting them, right. you know, it's uh, it's not worth permanent damage. And um, he was pushing really hard out there, and uh, you know, we just we we can't take that chance. No, yeah, you got you got to play it safe than sorry, right? I mean, you push so far, but then uh, yeah, you gotta you gotta watch yourself. Yeah, and you know, like you know, he was out there, and and he's not the kind of guy to, you know sit back and you know there were some times where we were towing him and stuff and and uh he hated that you know he wanted to contribute and, and he's a great team member and you know that that was really hard for him and uh, in fact i think uh chelsea at one point or something had taken video and he you know he pulled up uh when we were towing and he was even trying to help paddle then you know it's like no don't do that <laughs> you know we're, we're 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 trying to give you a rest here and you know with this if it gets bad later and we have to disconnect we'll you know you can paddle then but um so you know it's just one of those things that um we gave it a good shot and, and uh it's a pretty great trip and uh so he said you know that uh just couldn't do it so um I was thinking then that I would uh, solo then down 
in-reach message from Jan, and um, she told me that her father-in-law is having another heart procedure. Um, And we haven't really talked about that on on the podcast at all, but this will be his fourth procedure since I left for surgery on his heart. Wow. Um, yeah. And, you know, this is a, um, he's kind of, you know, I talked with my parents and stuff and, you know, we talked to relatives and he was kind of the last guy we expected might have problems because he's a, he's a, you know, a serious bicyclist and, and, uh, he ended up having 98% blockage in his arteries. So, um, so he's, uh, they're still trying to get that taken care of. Um, there's been some uh, some complications, and so Jan asked that I come back. Um, and so, you know, family first. Yeah. Well, and that's exactly it. So, yeah. So you got talk with the arm, and then you've got to yep. go home with family uh, emergency. And last we heard, Chelsea was uh, showing some leg and hitchhiking down the highway. Okay, I want to point out that I didn't say she was showing some legs. <laughs> that, that you said that because, you know, she keeps uh, a really cool knife handy at all times, and I don't want to get stabbed when I go back home. So, okay. Um, <laughs> so what you're saying is you didn't pay me 20 bucks to say that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, man, you're going to give me so much trouble. Um, yeah, she and... Uh, what it ended up happening was kind of the way it wrapped up, and um, she and Todd came down to Fairbanks on uh, one of the tour buses that runs up and down the the Hall Road, right. and uh, the talk was able to come down, you know, get some rest on his arm. He checked back in uh, on things at home in Japan. Uh, everything was good back there for for his family and everything, so that was that was a relief. Uh, and then Chelsea flew back to uh, Iowa. And so she's back there and, and kind of trying to get back into the normal routine of things now. Okay, so she did manage to catch her plane on time then. Yeah, yeah. That's cool. um, and then I came down. I caught a, uh, let's see, how did this work out? It was a, a 9.30 bus out, got into Fairbanks at 2 in the morning. Um, by the time, you know, we got down to the, to the place where they operate out of. And a really nice the the young man that was driving the bus was really cool. He uh, took me over to the airport on his own, in his own car afterwards. Um, he's uh, going to get his uh, wilderness first responder certification, and I tried to give him money for the ride, and, and uh, he he refused to take it. He thought uh, the Yukon Journey thing was really cool, and he was happy to help out. Um, so that awesome. was neat. And then um, I hopped a bunch of planes and, and got to <laughs> a very small uh, outfit out of Juno that the plane tried to take off twice and didn't, couldn't. <laughs> the morning lights and things were happening, some really unfortunate grinding noises. Ooh. And uh, <laughs> they, got, they got another plane for us. I flew back uh, to Whitehorse, uh, had dinner with friends, and then... Um, turned around, drove back uh, over here. So I'm in Fairbanks now. We went back up to the Yukon River camp, um, picked up the boats, and um, we're on the way out now. Okay, so you have all your own, you have all your, your own vehicle and you've got all your own your gear and everything now. Yep, yep. We have uh, one boat over in Dawson that we'll have to pick up, um, and uh, so we'll do that uh, hopefully tomorrow. And then... Um, Talk, I believe, is going to head down and hike the Chilkoot Trail, oh, uh, which cool. is pretty cool. Yeah. And uh, he's going to, um, you know, he doesn't have to paddle, so, you know, oh, that's okay. Help. And uh, But he still gets part of that Yukon experience, you know, the, the from the old gold rush days where they came over. and uh, So it's, it's pretty cool. Uh, yeah, so he's, he's over here with the that. time off, right? So I'm sorry? I say he's over here with the time off, so he might as well make use of it. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, and then he's actually thinking about trying to volunteer with Parks Canada while he's here. Um, you know, which is also something kind of cool, but it, it, that doesn't surprise me. He's a, you know, he's a, he's a cool guy who, uh, 
it's yeah. Like, so, yeah, it sounds like he's right into the outdoors, eh? Oh, yeah. Yeah, you know, anything outdoors, and uh, he's there. So, uh, but yeah, it's, uh, it's kind of one of those things right now where you're, you know, it's just uh, it's very sad it's over. Well, unfortunately, you know, that's that's the way it is, and it's, it's, it's like a thunderstorm. You can't do anything about it. You just got to sit it out and make your call, right? And, right, uh, right. Just, and, and, he's, and it he's, just didn't make sense to, you know, any anything beyond this. So, so the plan is, um, which started hatching almost about the minute that we said, okay, we really have to stop, is to come up next year and uh, finish it. Cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So no. apparently there is a big uh, Independence Day party. Um, a few days actually after the fourth up in a place called Wiseman, Alaska, which is north of the Yukon River camp. Um, and uh, apparently it's great fun. And so, uh, well, that might be kind of a good thing. Go up, go to the party, spend a day getting gear together, and um, and then head out. So that's, we're kind of looking at uh, July 8th of next year is, is uh, part two. July 8th, you say? Next year, if you're looking, I, I might have uh, somebody to send along with you. Cool. Yeah, cool. I'll send Derek. <laughs> <laughs> I know he'd like to do it. Oh so, yeah. You know, um, where, now where is he at right now? He he's taking his family into Algonquin Park on a week long canoe trip. Excellent. Yeah. Excellent. So it's. Uh, um, my son and I were in for a few days. Uh, actually, after we spoke last week, uh, we packed up and uh, the next day and headed out. And um, uh-huh. they actually, on their day in, was the day before we were heading back home, they stopped at our site and spent the night. And we got a primo oh, spot. Cool. So, so, yeah. Oh, that's pretty cool. Got to spend some time in the back country, And uh, then they continued on and we came home. That's great. Just as all the rains started. <laughs> we had beautiful weather them not so much uh oh uh oh well you know they set a record apparently up here yesterday in Fairbanks for heat oh um, and uh, today was supposed to be warmer I'm not sure what it is uh, the gauge on the car here is reading 90 Fahrenheit so hot that's gonna be what mid 30s yeah uh, pretty hot yeah <laughs> But uh, beautiful blue skies and and uh, you know it's it's the north, so it's gorgeous. Yeah, we're um, out here. We're just yep. waiting for more and more rain because of all the tons of forest fires in Ontario right now. Oh, um, really? Yeah, we were supposed to be doing a family trip in Tomogamy come August, and the lakes where we're supposed to be going are forest fires. So wow. Yeah. Yikes. Yeah. Uh, sorry to hear that. Um, there was there was one up uh, up near the Yukon River camp, but it was it was pretty, you know, it was small and, um, you know, we saw a few along few along the route, but uh, nothing as dramatic as you know that what five years ago. So yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, so it's uh, from here. It's going to just be kind of a, a short stop over to pick up. We've got uh, one boat to pick up, and then. Uh, a lot of highway miles. <laughs> I I do happen to you know I just I have to point it out that it yep. is Dawson City. Have what a coincidence that the last boat is waiting. <laughs> and uh, take that as you will. But <laughs> I just feel I had to point that out. It's it's just a coincidence. Just a coincidence. You know Trudeau's <laughs> gone, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh... So it's uh, it's a nice it's a nice place to stop, and uh, we're gonna stop and uh, we will stop in Marsh Lake too. Um, and uh, there's a couple of uh, video things we wanted to shoot down there, um, like you know gear that we used on the trip, 
there still some... You had dropped off some supplies between the bridge and uh, the bearing? Yeah, we well, we had dropped the stuff up at the Yukon River Camp, and then we had uh, um, a friend in Anchorage who uh, was going to go ahead and um, send it out to us. So, um, actually, I have uh, got to give her a call, and we, we said, well, don't send it, you know, um, now I just have to figure out what we're doing with that. Uh, most of it's, you know, non-perishable, so I suppose technically it could, could sit in her backyard or something for a year. Yeah? <laughs> yeah, I was just, um, just curious but, on that. What's that? Yeah, I was just curious about all that, because I know you did. The, you were doing resupplies of stuff. and. Uh... Yeah, yeah, and that was, the, that was the only one. That was like a three-week, that was a couple of bins. Uh, that we're going to go up to the post office in Galena. Right. So, um, yeah, so, you know, it, uh, realistically, we'll, we'll probably just, uh, we had some maps in there from Galena out that um, some of the Google Earth satellite imagery maps that we made. And um, what we'll probably do is just ask if she wouldn't mind sending those back down to Wisconsin for us and then give the food to a local food bank. Right. Well, that's cool. And just that way, yeah. at least that way, next year you know what you'll, you'll you'll be doing more of it anyway. So you'll know what you have yep. next year, and you'll have all your maps and everything. Right. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. I tell you what, though, that's one thing that's very cool for people that are, um, you know, going to go out someplace and may not have, uh, you know, recent or or accurate maps. Um, those Google Earth. Satellite, the Google Earth Pro satellite imaging, um, which doesn't cost anything uh, if you use like a low amount of data. And uh, man, was that nice. When we got to the areas where we didn't have Mike Works uh, charts anymore, you know, you could look at the images. We did about uh, roughly about 10 miles on a page. And, you know, you could look at it and see like, oh, that might be a good camping spot up there. You know, it was it was that detailed, and man, it was great. Really, really helpful to have. Uh, yeah, and they're, and they're 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 usually pe- kept pretty close to uh, updated. Yep. So it was. Uh, yeah, we'll definitely um, check and see if they've updated them next time we're up. But um, man, it's uh, that's a that's a it's a good thing to do. Well, especially when you're uh, going through the flats, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, as we were as talking, and I were pulling over the driving over the Yukon Bridge today. It was just like, man, I'm going to miss this river. I'm not going to miss the flats, but man, I'm going to miss this river. <laughs> it can't all be peaches and cream, my friend. <laughs> I tell you, and and don't I know it? <laughs> uh, no, it's you know, it's it's an amazing river. It's uh, you know. Just love it, and, and really do uh, want to come back up and finish it because it's it's just a very, you know, it's just a, it's an amazing place, it's, you know. And you, you, we're we're, you know, we're just really lucky to have, to have done what we did. Well, it just gives you something extra to look forward to for the next year. Right. Exactly. You know. Exactly. Oh, I. I mean, this I point next year, you'll you'll be on the I, river I, again. I, and you, Uh-oh. did I lose you? No, no. I say next next year, okay. this time next year, you'll be on the river again, and you won't be looking back, saying, "Man, remember last year when we did the whole thing?" Well, now you got something to look forward to. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Yeah, uh, you know. And from there on, it's all new. So it's uh, you know, we're not uh, duplicating anything, and yeah. And you know what you're getting into. <laughs> yes, we do. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Now do it in reverse. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And spend the next, you know, the next years of my life trying to work my way back upstream. Yes. So, so you're you're heading back home, you know, with a couple yep. of a couple of stops. Now, where's uh, ta- are you? Where are you dropping talk off at? Uh, dropping him off in Whitehorse. Okay. And um, then he can make his mind up about you know what's. Uh, it sounds like uh, for sure he's going to do the Chilkoot Trail, 
and then uh, if he can arrange the Parks Canada thing, um, you know, it will probably happen out of Whitehorse, right. and then kind of go wherever from there. But I know he'd like to. I know he'd like to stay in the Yukon. Yeah. Well, yep. hopefully it works out for him. Yeah, yeah, it'd be cool. It'd be cool. That they'd be lucky to have him. You know. Yeah. And then you're you're just heading yeah. straight home then. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Lots of yeah. coffee. Um, so, um, okay, so, yeah, so I guess at the, to sort of wrap it up, uh, is there anybody you want to thank or anything extra you want to yeah. say? And Yeah, that'd be great, man. Um, I, you know, I guess it, it's hard to know where to start because there are so many people that helped us. Um, and, and, you know, we had some great sponsors, um, you know, with this, we're really fortunate. And, um, so I guess, you know, maybe if I could just, you know, we, uh, Nova craft canoe, uh, and right there in your neck of the woods, yep. um, was, was awesome with that 18 foot prospector. Um, we kept so much gear and that thing just handled it all. And, you know, we hit some, kind of rough spots with some rocks and it took it all in stride so can't say enough about that um you know enlightened equipment uh gave us those amazing uh sleeping uh quilts to use out there and uh you know love those um stormy cromer which is down in my neck of the woods uh gave us the great hats um that we had along the way and uh bending branches and aquabound too they're right uh, again another wisconsin company and uh, you know, use those those paddles, and I got the chance to use you know both the uh, you know be in both the kayak and the the canoe, so I was able to use you know each type of paddle. So that was that was pretty awesome. Um, Northwater uh, Canadian company um, gave us the uh, spray deck to use for the trip, and that thing was amazing. Um, I was showing it to one of the guys at the Yukon River Camp, you know, and was looking at it and it's like, you know, and yeah, this is the lighter of the fabrics. I mean, there's it, it's some bombproof stuff. It's pretty great. Um, and so, uh, you know, uh, we've got, uh, look in my rear view mirror here and I've got, uh, the prospector and, and my kayak sitting on, uh, the Malone trailer. So it's going to help us get back home. And then Yukon Brewing, which we have to say thank you to. <laughs> Especially a big thank you. <laughs> um, you know, we're we're gonna stop in and, and uh Whitehorse and, and see them on the way out and thank them in person too, you know. And uh and so we had, you know, just a lot of great people, uh, you know, companies helping us out and um you know, we I also wanna I, I wanna say thanks to you guys because this has been a lot of fun. Um you know, it's kind of like trying to figure out sometime, well, are we going to be near a phone or what can we do or, you know, but it's really been great calling back and talking to you guys about the trip. Um, well, we've, we've been having fun with it as well. You know, I mean, it, it's it's something new for us trying to do the phone hookup thing and, you know, trying to get the quality right and on our end and, uh, you know, just hearing what you guys are doing up to the minute sort of thing and being able to talk to you about it as opposed to just, you know, from your little clips that you're you're posting on inreach you know we can we, we keep track of those little clips and then when we talk to you at the uh the next week you you just expand on everything that you've written so that we get a a better story of what's been going on up to the minute right yeah yeah it's it's been great so i, I want to thank you guys and and uh you know it's it's just been a lot of fun to do that it has been on our end as well. And like I say, if, if this continues next year, like it should, then, uh, you know, hopefully we're going to be able to hook up and do it all over again. Cool. Um, I would like also to thank everybody who, um, you know, who donated to the, uh, our first responders fund. Um, it's, it really makes us very happy that, um, you know, so many people decided to do that. So, uh, so we just wanted to say thank you to those people as well. Um, if anyone's listening and hasn't um, donated and would like to, we're going to keep that up for a little bit. Um, right. and 
Iconjourney.org. Um, we'll we'll have that, and then again, none of that money goes to us. It all goes to first responders. So, um, so we we'd love to have people um, help out, and for both uh, Canadian and the uh, United States first responders. Yeah, and and we'll we'll put that on our uh, Facebook site and all that again as well, just to give people an opportunity to. If they, if they got a couple extra pennies to send them your way as well and uh, help out. Yeah, that'd be great. That'd be great. Um, yeah. Um, man, it's, uh, you know, there were so many cool people we met on the river. You know, you know you're out in the wilderness area and stuff. Uh, but, you know, you, you run into just great people, um, you know, the, the folks that invited us up into their, fish, their family fish camp. And, you know, I just... Uh, yeah, I, it, you know, it's, people always, you know, make a trip, right? And uh, we've met some really, really great people. So it's, it's been fun. It's been a lot of fun. Well, it sounds like it has been. And, and, and as I say, it just gives you something to look forward to next year when you uh, finish the trip, right? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So I've, you know, had this, uh, you know, uh, goal of getting down to the bearing and, and, uh, didn't happen this time, but uh, hopefully it will next year. Well, you know what? At least it was something that was beyond your control that stopped you there, and not just because yeah. you guys were tired or something like that. You know, it, it, right. a couple of good reasons to to call it, and uh, with all all intents of picking it up and continuing on and actually finishing the whole thing. So hey, we're we're on board with that still, and uh, really looking forward to continuing these conversations. Yeah. Okay. Well, we'll let you uh, continue on with uh, getting stuff together and uh, be on your way because you know you got a long, long drive and uh, Tax got some exploring to do and <laughs> and hopefully at yeah, some point we'll actually be able to meet him in person. Yeah. You know. Uh, yeah. You, he's he's a great guy and uh, I think I think he got the better end of the of the post trip here thing. I'm I'll be driving through you know North Dakota. And, <laughs> and uh, he'll be hiking the Chilkoot Trail. I'm not sure how that worked out. Well, you you can stop in North and South Dakota. You can go see uh, Mount Rushmore and Deadwood City with <laughs> right. Boot Hill and and <laughs> all the good stuff. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's there you right. go, buddy. <laughs> the, the world's second largest ball of twine, you know. Oh, awesome. It's up, that's it's just awesome. Out there waiting for me. There you go. The world's your oyster. <laughs> well safe drives right, it, it's well, been uh, good chatting with you and uh we'll we'll chat too. again soon and uh see what's going to happen and uh, we'll make some plans sounds good man thanks again for everything we we we've, we've we've enjoyed this so much and we've we've talked to people along the way and said hey you got to check out the podcast even if not just for the trip piece you'll you'll love what you guys are doing so thanks right, a lot. Awesome. we really do appreciate it Thanks, man. Back at you. Okay, take care. This portion of the show is brought to you by Algonquin Outfitters. Algonquin Outfitters, providing quality Algonquin Park backcountry adventures for the entire family since 1961. Whether you want to get on the water for a day or a week, the friendly staff at Algonquin Outfitters can help you out. Find them online at algonquinoutfitters.com or visit one of their 12 locations. Algonquin Outfitters, your outdoor adventure store with locations in Algonquin Park, Muskoka, and Halliburton. I paddled for years with aluminum, struggled to get those portages done. Picked up my permit one summer night. Outfitter told me Kevlar is light. Kevlar is light. Kevlar is light. No more straining with all my might. Ernie won't send me home the second night. Raise the pond. Kevlar is light. Knees and back were hurting. Shoulders. Toting a grumman might as well be a hearse. 
Now it's so easy, no longer a fight. Ever since they told me Kevlar is life. Kevlar is life. Kevlar is life. No more straining with all my might. Ernie won't send me home the second night. Praise to Pond. Kevlar is life. Welcome back. So that was Jerry Vandiver. Uh, we've not played any of his stuff in well, a little while. It's been a while, eh? Yeah. yeah. So we figured might as well throw in one of his songs there. Kevlar is light. That's uh, one of his enjoyable. That's that's off of his new Paddle On CD. Oh yeah, that you came got out. that at Canoe Copia or got, whatever it was. No, uh, Quiet Water Symposium. Quiet Water Symposium. Yeah, yeah, I met him there. Uh, if you want to hear more of his stuff and find out what else he's got, check out JerryVandiver.com. That's J-E-R-R-Y-V-A-N-D-I-V-E-R.com. He's got a little store tab at the far right-hand side at the top there, and it lists all his uh, CDs that he's got for sale, and he's got some pretty cool stuff. And, uh, yeah, we've been listening to him, well, since, almost since the beginning of this podcast, like since yeah. we started the show. Yeah. So it's been a couple of years now. We just start getting royalties or something. Oh, I tell you, <laughs> when he starts getting paid, we'll start getting paid. <laughs> and you got to meet him. That's awesome. I got to meet him this year finally. Yeah, it was, that was cool. So, uh, so yeah, Jerry Vandiver, Kevlar is Light, one of our uh, favorite songs from off his new album. Okay, so Upper Ottawa River Race is coming up. Yeehaw! It's, uh, when is that? October? August 10th, Friday, August Friday, 10th, yep. it starts. It's coming up quick. It's a whole weekend thing, yeah. right? Uh, Friday, August 10th, the 11th and 12th. The Upper Ottawa River Race Paddle Festival, three-day event celebrating active outdoor lifestyles and the Ottawa River. Check it out at upperottawariverrace.ca. Lots of stuff going on. The festival kicks off on Friday the 10th of August. Kayak and stand-up bo- uh, paddleboard clinics. Race registration, because there's races that go on. Live entertainment on the beach by the bonfire. All right. Is this Sat- the first off, or is this... Do they, do no, they do this, this every year. Yeah? Yeah. This is awesome. Yeah. Uh, Saturday, August 11th, kayak fishing derby, and a day of races on the river at Petawawa Point Beach in Petawawa and Riverside Park in Pembroke. Huh. Festival wraps up Sunday, August 12th with Petawawa's Paddle for Chio, uh, as well as a third annual Heritage Paddle. So let's just go through this. Race day, Saturday the 11th, 13 kilometer registration, 4 kilometer registration. Well, you can start registering July 1st. Yeah, so they can be registered. Or before, or yeah. actually before July 1st. Yes. Kids' race registration is free. Features kayak. Canoe, stand-up paddleboard, 
and outrigger canoe races on the Ottawa River from Petawawa Point to Riverside Park, about 13 kilometers, as well as the four kilometer loop races at Riverside Beach. After the races, there will be demonstrations and water activities, including stand-up paddling, stand-up yoga, kids' sup races, a vendor's field, kids' activities, paddling clinics, physiotherapy tent, and great local food and music. Hey, I'm there for the food, man. <laughs> uh, there's also... So that's Saturday the 11th. Yep. Saturday the 11th is also the Kayak Fishing Derby. And has a catch measure photo release format. Huh, that's a good idea. Yeah. Yeah. Multi species with prizes for long, longest smallie, largemouth, pike, walleye, and catfish. All of which I've caught in the Ottawa River and the Petawawa River. Ottawa River is a multi species mecca with over 85 species of freshwater fish to be found along its length. Most recognized freshwater sport fish can be found in the mighty Ottawa. Also got uh, sturgeon there too. Seen them. Other commonly caught fish include channel cats, sturgeon, closed season all year, perch, and gar. Oh, the gar pike. Have you ever seen gar pike? Uh, no. Yeah, they're spooky looking. Oh, yeah? That looks Scary. like a pike with a really long pointy nose. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I've seen that. Uh, fishing kayak rentals are available, although limited in number. Sunday, August 12th. Join... In this great event, the Paddle for Chio, Ottawa River in Petawawa to help make a difference for the kids of Chio. Chio, uh, I can never remember what it stands for. It's, it's a hospital, Children's Hospital. Yes. Uh, Children's Hospital, Eastern Ontario. We'll go with that. Yep. And uh, personal challenges. Do, do, do. Uh, hang on a second here. 2017, they decided to close shop, have them met their original goals. Spirit lives on. Yeah, so they're it's a they're just going to keep it going because apparently they had the people that started had uh, had a goal to reach. They reached it, but they're just going to keep doing it. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. So keep paddling and and raising money for Chio. The Heritage Paddle on Sunday as well. Join Alastair Baird of Voyager Canoes as they take you on a historic paddle through the island off the shore of Petawawa, from huh. beached shipwrecks to stories of historic Ottawa River. Enjoy a beautiful scenic paddle and a catered lunch on the beach. Reserve your paddle in the authentic Voyager canoe as you paddle as a team. Spaces are limited. Too cool. I don't remember any beach shipwrecks when I was there. No, neither do I. I lived in Petawawa for, what, three what, years? Did you? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't remember any shipwrecks. I've been in the area, but yeah, I don't remember any even any talk of shipwrecks. Yeah. Huh. Interesting. Well, okie dokie. So the Upper Ottawa River Race, if you're looking uh, to have some fun for a weekend to get out of town. Coming up quick. It is. Time to register. It's only, what, three weeks away? Yeah, it's getting close. Two weeks away. Two weeks away. Two weeks away. Yeah. Yeah. So UpperOttawaRiverRace.ca. Awesome. So, yeah, I think that's it, man. <laughs> we, we've capped out. We've tapped out everything. That's it. Uh, what do we get? We got outside TV. Yeah, we got to go watch some TV. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're ending yeah. the podcast. We got to go check out some TV. OutsideTV.com. And for anybody that's seriously into whitewater running and stuff, if you haven't done it and no one in your regular group has done it, yes. you might want to seriously start considering some rescue for river runners. Well, the good thing about stuff like this is uh, it's not... It's fun taking the course. It gives you a fantastic skill, so you might save the life of one of your fellow paddlers. And it's just being able to get out on the water, learn a new skill, be able to help others out on the river. You don't, you never know when you're going to be involved in a group or an incident, and and be able to contribute in a positive way. So it's and any of these courses, like half the time you take these courses just because it's fun to do so, mm -hmm. right? And then you get a really good skill out of it. So, yeah, check out rescueforriverrunners.com or check out uh, Madawaska Canoe Center. Uh, they all offer stuff like this and uh, amongst other things as well. And, yeah, if you're into the whitewater rafting or canoeing, kayaking, whichever, you might want to be looking into that. And the Upper Ottawa River Race. Upper, yeah, UpperOttawaRiverRace.ca. I can't yes. remember if it's 
com or ca yeah yeah i, I don't know why we uh, don't always go go with a ca these days but ah, uh, i don't know yeah we're weird that way so uh yeah that's about it if you want to find out more about us, you can find us on paddlingadventuresradio.com. You can find us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. I think that's all social media. Yeah. If you want to f- listen to our podcasts, including this one and all the hundred and some that we've done before this, yes. check us out on iTunes, Player FM, Google Play, and paddlingadventuresradio.com website, there's the little episode page at the top. Yes. You can find us there. So I'd like to thank everybody for listening. I'm Sean Rowley. And I'm Derek Specht. We'll see you next time. <laughs>